You're listening to Marketing and Mocktails with Manal Sampat, a previously recorded Facebook Live episode inside the group Marketing and Mocktails with Manal, where dental professionals discuss, share, and learn about dental marketing. Manal Sampat is an entrepreneur, speaker, healthcare provider, and enthusiastic shoe lover. She's been featured in the Huffington Post, Dentistry IQ, Forbes, the Guinness Book of World Records, and more. Join her as she discusses marketing, team, business growth with other industry experts. And if you'd like to receive 10 ways to improve your marketing today, simply text the word resources to 38470. Hello, hello. Hey guys, welcome to an episode. <laughs> Marketing and mocktails with Manal. As I mentioned earlier today, my guest tonight needs no introduction. <laughs> I am sure all of you know him from the amazing, from the fabulous uh, Nifty Thrifty group. He's a dentist. He's an influencer. And what I love the most about him is that he saves you money. There is seriously no deal out there that he cannot get for you. So, you know, today's conversation is going to be a lot of fun because it's all about, like we mentioned money, marketing, and mindset, because three most important things for us to be successful business owners, right, Glenn? I mean, the three M's, right? The three M's. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Oh, and we're Actually, getting some four viewers. M's because we got Manal in there, too. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we're getting some viewers say, hey, guys, if you're watching, tell us who you are. Tell us where you're watching from so we know who you are. Feel free to ask us your questions. Uh, you know how the show works. Hey, Ricky, what's up? Um, so make sure that you're always coming in and you're always communicating with us. And I promise you that we'll get through all your questions. So Glenn, while everybody's coming in and saying hello to us, can you please tell me a little background? I know people know you. I know people are amazed by you. I know you're very popular, but (laughs) for the people who may not know you, can you give me a brief background on you? Yeah. Yeah. So, so first of all, thank you for having me on. I mean, I'll tell you what, I mean, out of all the things that I try to accomplish, I was like, man, I need to get on the Eminem show. Okay. Marketing and mocktails. And here I am. What's up everyone. I mean, I've made it, I've made it, but, but guys, um, so look, I'm a practicing dentist. What's so funny is that everyone knows me through nifty thrifty dentists, right? So Facebook groups aimed at helping you save money. Um, but it's really about spending money on what matters. And we'll talk about that. But everyone thinks, okay, so do you even practice anymore? I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, well, because you're always doing nifty, thrifty stuff. You're doing like podcasts. You're getting on people's shows like like Manala's show here. How do you have the time? But guys, I do practice. I'm a practicing dentist. My wife and I are both dentists. We practice with you know at the same practice. I actually work today, came home. I work three days a week. And my other days are family and nifty thrifty dentists. And so that's that's me. I love it. You know what? A part of this is how did you get into the nifty thrifty? Like what yeah. made you make this decision and say, I'm going to open this fantastic group and we are really <laughs> going to love it. Well, you know, what's so funny. What's so funny is that this started all off with a, you know, on Facebook, they have those buy, sell groups, right? Yeah. Sell groups where you sell stuff. HBA and, and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And, and so here's the thing. I have to admit, I'm going to admit, I am the type of person that likes to collect stuff, right? I'm like, mm. like semi hoarder, right? And mm. so what I like to collect is dental equipment. Like I see a good deal, I buy it, right? Another doctor's mind, I buy it. So literally I have a storage space 
full of a dental. I mean, it's enough dental equipment to open another office. And so my wife's like, what are you doing with all this stuff? I'm like, honey, I found a good deal. I had to buy it, right? And she's like, get rid of it. So I created a group called Dental Garage Sale. Oh, and so I started yeah. selling my stuff, right? And then all these companies started coming in. They said, hey, Dr. Vo, can we sell our stuff there? And I'm like, well, it's meant for people to sell used equipment, not for you guys, right? Like, no, we want to sell here. And I'm like, okay, well, if you give us a deal. <laughs> They're like, okay. And then what ended up happening is like they started selling some stuff. And um, hey, Tracy, what's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so anyways, yeah. And so what happened was people started talking in the group about saving money. I'm like, hold up, hold up. This is just buy sell. And so then I was like, I need to create a group for this. Right. So I created a group and I was trying to think of a good name. Should I call it the dinner dental savers club, dental savings? I was thinking all these names and I'm like, they all sound lame. Right. And then one of my friends, I'm going to give her a shout out. Her name is Dr. Sherelle Sly. She's down in Houston. I was like, Cheryl, give me, give me a name. And she was like, well, why don't you call it Nifty Thrifty? I'm like, Nifty Thrifty? That sounds kind of funny there. And I, the more I thought about it, I was like, man, that, that rings a bell right there. That's catchy. So that's how literally how Nifty Thrifty Dennis started. I absolutely love it. And can I just make a stereotypical joke? Because I sure. mean, everybody who's watching, I mean, we have what, 32 viewers right now. Hey, yeah. guys. Hi. everyone. What up? We got Tracy, London driver, who I am a huge I fan of. Videos. Oh, we did a video together this weekend. Just wait till it comes out. Okay. I was, I'm, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Miss Tracy. <laughs> I love, I love Miss Tracy. She's awesome. Jennifer Young, Leslie, Robert, Heidi, Eric Ling. Hey, Eric, great meeting you this weekend. Thanks for being live. And I'm giving you a live shout out. Imagine that. He was in my um, audience earlier this, uh, this week. Um, we have Robert. Hey, woohoo! Uh, Jennifer Young. All right, guys, as you're coming in, like I said, tell us hello, tell us who you are, all those good questions, because we are going to talk about how do you make deals with companies oh, yeah, when you, you talk about marketing, right? And mindset. But going back to my stereotypical joke, because I'm going to make this, and hopefully, even though this is going to turn into a podcast, be on YouTube, send out <laughs> to 8,000 people via email, I'm just going to do it anyways. Um, we are Asians, after all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know our stereotype. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, every, every stereotype has a teeny bit of truth in it, though. It does have a teeny bit of truth. If you imagine me in India, my mom literally tells me not to speak because she's like, you negotiate. You never pay full price for anything. What is wrong with you? You know, so it's totally something that we always do. And it's a big part of who we are. Now, creating this, um, you know, creating Nifty Thrifty is such an important part. Yeah. Of, I think of our industry now, because how many people are in your group, Glenn? Uh, there's 18,000. That's a lot of people. <laughs> That's it. That, you know, that is a lot of people. And like you mentioned earlier, the way it kind of works is there are companies who wants to give deals, mm -hmm. right? And the way they are going to do it, or if somebody comes in and say, hey, Glenn, there is this company. Do you know about it? Or can you get us a deal in it? And then you negotiate and you figure out all the details, right? Is yeah. that pretty much how all of that yeah, works. That's pretty much how it is. And and you know what? A lot of times, you know, whenever there's something new, right, with anything, right? Whenever there's something new, people don't understand it. And they're like, oh, you know, is there a scam there or something like that? And the thing is, is this, okay? Nifty Thrift of the NS, basically, I am someone who facilitates a connection, right? Mm. The dental professional, the dental company or vendor, 
I connect the two of them, right? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's a win-win. They get some more business and the dental professional gets a deal, right? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's, my goal has always been changing the way companies do business with us dental professionals, right? Because mm-hmm. think about it. This is what I tell, uh, tell everybody uh, that wants to come in, any company comes in. You may get a booth at a convention, right? You get a booth at a convention, maybe you have some pens, maybe you have a bowl of candy, right? Mm-hmm. And you hope that someone comes to your booth, right? Mm-hmm. You hope the candy, please come by. And sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. I'll sometimes I'll walk, I won't even look at it, I'll just keep walking, right? But when we can do something in the group, mm-hmm. just like doing a Facebook Live, just like this, right? Everybody sees you, everybody comes to your booth. Right. And so what ends up happening is, is that that helps the company save money on their maybe advertising costs and they can they can spread those savings to the doc with a deal. And you so know, I absolutely thing. love that because mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, we talked about I said we we're going to talk about money and mindset today, too. And sometimes the mindset is always about we should just be spending money. We need yeah. to invest money to grow, which is partly true. Absolutely. Yeah. You need to know your worth. You need to know your ROI. But if you could spend a little bit less money yeah. and get the same service, you are still making more money. Right? Uh, and it comes down to a point where I think a lot of dental, uh, you know, dental practices now, especially, I mean, you are a practicing dentist. Do you think yeah. that there is things are getting crazy competitive? Do you believe that it's becoming a huge part of how we run businesses now? Absolutely, you know, I mean, obviously with corporate dentistry and all these big tunnel groups coming in there with the reimbursement rates for insurance going down every year, I mean, it's getting harder. And then plus the corporate groups get a much better deal. Of course. Products and services that they're buying in bulk. And that's the one thing that I really saw, but just running my group when I talked to different companies and I found out the deals that they got, right? Mm. It's, 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 it's just, it's, it's just astonishing. But the thing is, is like in a lot of my presentations, you know, people are always thinking about, okay, I'm going to talk about being nifty thrifty, right? But my presentation is about spending money on what matters. And what that means is, is that if you're saving money in nifty thrifty dentist, right? Mm-hmm. The savings is not meant for you to put back in your pocket. The savings is meant to use that money to invest in CE with Manal, right? Or CE with Leslie Canham or Mm -hmm. CE with Dr. Pick, any of those people. The whole point is, is that you reinvest that money in your team and also your practice. Hey, what's up? (laughs) It's okay. I held down the fort. So here's the great thing, Manal. Here's the great thing. Hold on. I'm, I'm moving too fast now. It's getting better. Okay. Here's the great thing. I do a lot of these Facebook lives. So I was just rolling with it. I was yes, just I, I'm, I'm it. loving it. I, um, I'm loving it. I think this is, I think this is fantastic. Okay. So yeah. So when you're talking about it, saving it, continue. Yeah. So when you're saving money, right? The, the whole point is, is when you're saving money, you're not saving money to put back in your pocket. You save money to reinvest. That's actually how you grow your practice. By investment, you invest. It's not, you know, there's that saying, you can't save your way to prosperity. It's so true. It's very true. But you can invest your way to prosperity. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you save your, if you're safe, if you're being nifty through, you save your money, then you reinvest it with Manal for marketing. You reinvest it with, you know, uh, Dr. Pick or with Heidi Mount for coaching Mm -hmm. to get your practice more efficient. That is what spending money on what matters. 
And that's the thing we got to think about. You're not, you're not trying to save money and put money, money in pocket. You have to reinvest. You reinvest. That's how you grow your practice. You know, I absolutely agree with you. And a part of that, like you mentioned, is a lot of times people are very gun ho So I get this question all the time, right? As a strategist, people are like, should I be spending 2% of my income on marketing or 5% of my income on marketing? And realistically, the answer is you should be spending money on the services that bring you an ROI. So even if you don't have to worry about the percentage, that is just somebody who made this up before the social media world and the digital media world and how things work, right? You could do Facebook ads and you could spend $300 and in $300 you could get a huge brand awareness and you can get conversions or you can get an amazing website, right? Let's say you spend a few few grand on a website and your website has direct call to actions, has online scheduling, and now you're getting patients through it directly. So the answer to, you know, should I be spending 5% or 2% on marketing budget is very outdated. It's um, no longer this question of, you know, just like how you mentioned, how do I save money and how, should I, how do I invest myself into prosperity? The only roadblock here is that we have too much of everything. Sure. Right? So we have um, solutions to problems that don't even exist yet. Mm -hmm. um, and we do spend like how many times have you guys who are watching have gone on Amazon and the next thing you know your cart has 20 items and you literally just <laughs> all showed the time, up to drive, all the time right or like you go to Target and like you're like I went in to go ahead and buy hand soap and now you have a full cart of things like we do have these um, we have become product consumed like we yeah. consume products a lot so that's where i think we need to make wise choices and how we are investing and you know i'm glad you brought that up because uh, uh you you were asking me for a quote and i gave you i, I kind of overachieved and gave you like three mini quotes and that is money talks numbers numbers don't lie and is it right for your practice so when you're thinking about adding something new in your practice buying new equipment buying signing up for a new service, ask yourself those three things. Money talks, numbers don't lie. Is it right for your practice? Because the thing is, is like what's right for me might not be right for you, right? Mm -hmm. My practice mm -hmm. has been open for 10 years. We're a well-oiled machine, right? right? But if you're a startup, you don't have, you don't have the, uh, the leeway to make a big mistake. Right, right. I can make a few mistakes right now, but if you're mm -hmm. a startup, you can't. So the thing is, is that service that you think you need? Because look, there's a company and there's a service for everything, right? Everyone's oh, yeah. got the next big thing, okay? Everybody, right? Doesn't Everybody mean, has the magic pill, but yeah, there is no magic pill. Everyone has the magic pill, so you have to ask yourself first of all, the numbers don't lie. Can yes. you afford it? Is your practice strong enough to get that? Is it going to help your practice? Money talks. I mean, what's the price, right? Let's take feelings out of it, okay? Yeah. Yes, so-and-so uses it, so-and-so uses it. And then, is it right for your practice? Maybe you're not ready for a scanner in your practice. Maybe you're not ready for a CBCT because you're not even placing implants yet. Maybe you need to invest in that training first, you know? So those are the things that you always have to ask because what might be good for me, and that's why you got to be really careful on Facebook, right, Manal? Oh, yeah. everybody got advice. Oh, everyone. everybody, everyone, everyone has right. advice. And we, I mean, come on again, everybody wants a place to comment sure. and voice their opinions. Try this. If you, if everybody's watching here, try this next time 
you want an opinion on something, just post it. <laughs> you think I'm joking, I'm not. Every time I can decide on something, like recently, so I have my own Facebook group, right? Marketing and Mocktails with Manal. It's my Facebook group too. And this shows on my timeline. And on my Facebook group, I do, you know, marketing strategies and tips and all that cool stuff. And then I am literally giving them information like gold. This is, this is going to save you thousands of dollars. This is a marketing strategy. Sure, I get some comments. I get some hearts. Things are great. I put a photo of me, two photos. The next thing I know, 100 comments of people commenting on which photo they like, right? But that's normal. Yeah. And you can use that to leverage it as well. So yes, while you're asking for people's advice, like Glenn said, figure out first what can you afford? Oh yeah. What do you actually need? Um, you know, growing up my father always used to tell me that because I used to, you know, I used to be like, well, what is what is rich dad? Like what does it mean when you are rich? Like are you a millionaire? Are you a billionaire? Like what is what makes you rich? And my dad always used to tell me that if you spend less than what you have, you will always be rich. Which now as an adult makes perfect sense to me. Oh yeah. Right? And I think a part of that, like you said, we have to invest in our ROI, that's a part of it, but you need to understand what you actually need. Yeah. Um, you know, you trim away things, you, you, get, you get it out there. You know, I shift my budgets all the time. I know we have a lot of business owners who are watching this today and not just dentists. And, all the business owners who are watching this today, like for example, um, I have made all the mistakes. Like when I first started my first company, I have three companies. My first company when I started it, I got a whole office, like huge multiple offices. I got a full-time team working for me. I did, I spent money. And uh, you know, while the business, um, business did okay, it didn't thrive. Yeah. Because I had such large expenses that I really did not need. And then I started trimming things away. And once I started trimming things away, obviously, my revenue went higher. And things became a lot better. So, you know, a part of that is, like you said, this money mindset that we need to have. Which is very hard to have in a world that is constantly showing you the newest pair of shoes they bought. Yeah. And where they at and, you know, like an expensive bottle of wine or. That's just our personal, like just the, our personal life, right? Think about in dentistry where you, you go to a convention or maybe you're in this Facebook group. And let's say that you already have, you already have a reminder service. Let's just, I'll just throw us mm -hmm. on. Let's say you have a reminder service, right? But then mm -hmm. this other one does something else. And then this other one does this and this. And all of a sudden you have like three or four products that kind of overlap. And, and all of a sudden you're paying all these recurring you know, bills. Let's say that someone does a case and they use the newest laser. It is so awesome, right? Right. And the guy that's showing it has been practicing for 15, 20 years. And here mm -hmm. you are, a startup, maybe you just started and you're like, you know, I need one of those too. That's where you get in trouble. So you got to ask those three questions. Number one, money talks, right? Mm -hmm. Money talks with everybody, okay? Uh, numbers don't lie, okay? You can afford it, you can't afford it. You got to take the emotion out. You got to take the I want the FOMO, no I more FOMO, guys. Right. Let's let's make this into a hashtag. Hashtag no more FOMO. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And then and then the big thing is is that is it right for your practice? It might it might what's good for me might not be good for you. Right. And it's a it's a different world we are living in now, where you can't even escape. You can't even go through your Facebook timeline and not be sold products. Um, but I think what's happening is though we are coming to a point where I really believe that. We are a lot more smarter than people give us credit now. And we can just kind of 
you know, burst through all that noise and we know when there's sales and we know when there's connection mm -hmm. and we know the difference and people are getting more and more wiser because they're growing up with this and they're like another ad or another <laughs> salesy thing. Oh, another this, you know, and they're, they're shifting it. But I just think that the FOMO sometimes takes over that. And oh I mean, peer pressure, right? We all, we still alive. We went through that in high I mean, school. I get, I get FOMO all the time when I see you traveling all over the place and I'm like, man, I need to travel too. No, Listen, yeah. it's a, it's a glamorous <laughs> life on the outside, but uh, you know, it's, it's a lot more. I mean, if you have ever imagined trying to curl your hair in the airport bathroom um, <laughs> and then realize that the Uber driver who's supposed to be there right away is now somehow 20 minutes late and now you're reaching 20 minutes late to your destination and you show up and now your curled hair that was supposed to look perfect looks like a big wig. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, glamorous life is there, but every glamour thing in the world has some sort of a backstory. Yeah. So, so, so Manal, I see a lot of coaches and a lot of consultants on right now. Oh, yeah. So, so I actually, for, for, for all you, you coaches and consultants out there and people who are in sales, I have a really big marketing tip I can give you right now. But, but, but you know what, though? If, if you want me to share it with you, you got to type in the comments section, nifty. So I have to see those nifties or, or else, you know what? I'm just going to share it with Manal and we'll just keep it. Yeah. Going. And it's not, that's not right, guys. We want, we want to be, have the abundant spirit. So comment nifty in on the bottom there. And yes, we do have a lot of coaches, consultants and speakers I here. I, I have something really good. That's going to help you guys out. But you know what? I'm just not, you know what? I'm just <laughs> not going to share unless you put nifty there. <laughs> and, uh, and if you don't, I'm just going to share with Manal. So while they're doing that, Manal, yes, yes. I think I told you something that's really big. That's going to be coming out in like December and then yeah. later. Yeah, you did. So, um, so I'm going to talk about that. I've been posting on my timeline. People are like, whoa, what's up? What's up with this? And so in December, I'm actually releasing my first book. I know. I'm so excited for but you. This is what's crazy. So anyways, I, I, I got a publishing but, deal. But it's, it's not what we think. No, it's not about whoa. being thrifty. Um, it's not even about business or marketing. I'm releasing a novel I know. and not just any novel. Oh, it's a love story. <laughs> <laughs> a romance novel. <laughs> so I met, I mean, I know Glenn for a long time, but yeah. I officially met Glenn at a workshop last year. The amazing, the most, you know, the wise, <laughs> the most brilliant man that we both know, Dr. Paul Homily is where Glenn and I met. We were at oh, his yeah. workshop. And Glenn shared a story about how he met his wife in oh, dental yeah. school. And I knew then that you are a romantic and you are totally going to do something like this. And then when I saw your post and I'm like, he is writing a romantic novel. I think this is amazing. So this yeah, was, um, you know, what's funny is that this book I've been working on for like the past 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. And so people are like, what, 10 years, what took so long? You know what took so long is because well, I became a dentist and I got married and I had kids. And wow. who am I supposed to work on that? Right. Instead of in between when, you know, when, you know, little spots in my life. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what happened was uh, like a few years ago, I got to the point in my life where 
I can afford to invest in working with editors that can help me finish up the book, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, you need a good editor to kind of clean things up and whatnot. And what I was writing, you just can't, you can't just go on Fiverr and find anybody, okay? Right. You can't do that, right? right? And so I got a point in my life and it was something that I've always wanted to do. So for those who are watching right now, if there's something you've always wanted to do, life is too short. Life is too short. Just do it. Just do it, right? Just invest that money. Just take that chance and just do it. And the guy that I was working with, the editor I was working with, I said, hey, look, um, man, I need, I want to get this published. I don't want to self-publish it. I want to go through the traditional route. And so what he did was he sent a one-pager to all these publishing houses, right? And, you know, rejection after rejection. And then this one, one publishing company said, hey, we love what you're doing. We love what you're about. What, what, wait a minute, you're Dennis, get out of here, right? And they said, yes. And so that's when I posted that. I was so happy about that. So December, the Kindle version is going to come out, but I'm going to get author copies. So of course, Manal, I'm going to send one straight to you, autographed and everything. Yes. And then, which is kind of weird, but it's not going to be in the bookstores until that summer. So there's going to okay. be like a long period, but right. it'll be out and I'll have my own copies and whatnot, but then it's going to be in the bookstores and stuff. So um super excited about that. That's why I've been so busy doing Nifty and doing that. Cause with that, there's a lot of obligations, you know, that I have to do for, to promote the book and whatnot. So Man, it looks like there's a bunch of nifties there. Yes, we have a bunch of nifties. I know, I love it. Well, tell me this. So tell me, uh, what, what is the tip that you want to tell them? Okay, so I'm going to tell you the tip here. The tip is this, okay? Being your industry's best kept secret will not grow your brand and will not put money in your pocket. So what does that mean? Let's repeat what? that one more time. So yeah. guys, listen to this. Okay, so being your industry's best kept secret it's not going to grow your brand it's not going to put money in your pocket and what that means is is that there's so many of you guys out there that are just doing amazing things i've seen you speak at smiles at sea at all these events i've met you at jumpstart you guys are amazing right but the thing is is that your dentistry's best kept secret only a few people know about you and the people that know about you they know how amazing you are but no one else knows who you are. But see, here's the thing. I need you to take a tip from the lady <laughs> sitting right next to me. The lady that's sitting right next to me. She's got it down. And here's the thing. What's so good about Manal, okay? Oh, is that this, is, this, is, this is becoming really cool. All right. <laughs> let, me, let me fix my hair. Let me look perfect. Okay. Is that she's, <laughs> she's very good at creating content, right? That's the thing. If you are dentistry's best kept secret, right? And no one knows who you are. Yes, you can take the traditional route by going to all these meetings, right? That's that's the traditional route. You go to all these meetings, network, and slowly build your name. But guys, we live in the age of social media. You're watching us on social media. So I'm going to take myself as an example. Three years ago, probably most of you guys never heard of who I was. But in two years, almost everybody in dentistry knows who I am, right? And that's about me creating content. So I didn't just create Nifty Thrifty Dentist. I was in other groups. I was giving value and delivering wow, dental notch, all these other groups. So if you are dentistry's best kept secret, 
if you have something amazing to share, if you have helped so many people, don't keep it to yourself. Share it. Share it on you know platforms like marketing and mocktails. Mm-hmm. Share it on you know the Facebook lives with Vanessa Emerson. Share it in Nifty Thrifty Dennis. Share it in Trapped in a Op. Share it in you know marketing and mocktails group. Share it in Dental Nacho. Share it on all these groups because the thing is, is what happens? You know, what happens when someone posts something and you are just amazed by it? What's the First thing here's, you- here's the thing, and here's a secret to all the, and I know, Brian, that you asked us, can you comment on three ways to attract me? I'll totally get to that, totally get to that. But the consultants, coaches, and speakers, this is the hard, this is a fact. On average, I received two people reaching out to me on Facebook to hire me. Facebook is my biggest referral source. And most of the time when I call them and I say, how did you hear about me? Because they will Facebook message me and they'll say, Manal, can I schedule a call with you? I want to know what you do. They will say, oh, I read your comment on this topic. Or, oh, I saw you posted this. Or, oh, I saw you that you were visiting or you were speaking at this conference and I'm a member there. There is always some connection to those people who are calling me. And this is not even, you know, picking up a phone. That happens too. But I literally have Facebook messages from people. Hey, Manal, I loved your comment. I see what you do. Can we schedule a call and chat about your services? So my conversions, without doubt, my number one way of making money with my clients is through Facebook. 100% and 100%. And here's the thing I want to add on to that. Because I've had people where they ask me, like, hey, I want to grow my business. I want to grow my brand and everything. And I said, look, you can't be a secret anymore. You have to put out good content. You have to put out not only good content, consistent content. You need to be active so that people will know who you are. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to understand that this is it's almost like a like a business lifestyle choice, right? You can't just do it. A few weeks, like, oh, I start coming a lot in nifty. Well, consistency is key. Consistency yeah. is key. And and you can't just be commenting on things that only relate to you oh, yeah. and the items or the services that you sell. Um, you have to build trust and relationship before you sell. And you should want to bring, you know, trust and relationship before you sell. And, you know, with, I've been doing this for six years with my own companies. And before that, I've been doing for a long time. And throughout this many years, Glenn, you can go to any one of the people, you know, hundreds of practices, go to any one of them and talk to them. Even if they are no longer working with me, they consider me a friend. Because I, I believe that. Actually, well, you know, the relationship I, comes first. It's, to, it's so true. And, and the thing with Manal is that I, I've asked her for advice and, and, and help and whatnot. And she's always, always has an abundance mindset and always willing to help out. And that's the thing, you know, that, that you have to have that abundance mindset too. But I'm going to ask you one question. I'm going to see if you can prove my point. Okay. Okay. When someone makes a post yes. and it's like a great post, right? Yes. Yeah, but you never, you, you, this is the first time you ever saw them. What's the first thing you do? I love it. I like well, you it. Love it. But what I do you do? Like, so let's say somebody made a post. You never, you don't, you never heard of them, but you're like, oh my God. Oh, I check them out immediately. You check them out immediately. <laughs> yes. That's Where are you? Where have you been? Yes. So guys, <laughs> second tip, I'm going to over deliver. Second tip. Okay. And I'm going to call out someone, but she knows who she is, but I won't mention her by name. 
So this person me uh, messaged me. She wanted to talk to me about, you know, her event, right? Her profile pic was a picture of a cat. Her banner was some mountains. And you know what? I didn't really know who she was. She was like, hey, I want to have a meeting with you. I want to talk to you and blah, 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 see what you're doing. I didn't know who it was. I thought it was a crazy cat lady who lived in the mountains, okay? I didn't know. So later on, I was like, hey, why don't you put your headshot there? And why don't you put in your banner, like, your event or what you're about, okay? Because, guys, when you make an engaging post, yeah, the first thing people do is click on your profile. And Absolutely. if they click on your profile and you got some a picture of you at the club or whatever, or you have something Doing a that, tech stand. Doing you know, something weird. Weird, yeah. God. Guys, that is your first impression, right? When you meet someone, that's your first impression. I, I'm going to be completely honest here. I totally judge people with their Facebook profiles. And right now I have about, I don't know, at least 20 people that I have to confirm friend requests from. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, you know, again, Facebook is is oh, Facebook yeah. is my platform, right? So I have a lot of people that I want to, but I do check you out. I check you out as to who you are. I check out your Facebook profile. I check out if you have a website on your Facebook profile. I go to your website. I take a look at your website because here's what happens. When people start connecting, out of a sudden, we have spammers who have mutual friends. Yeah. And then other people get into those spamming profiles. So I am a believer that. But you do need a profile that is enticing. You do need a profile that is, um, you know, abundant in a way. I mean, you can go into my profile anytime, my Facebook profile. This is in fact live on my Facebook profile. And that's because we have been experimenting and things have been, there are some interesting results we'll be sharing with you. I'm gonna have to find out about that. Yes, in next month, because we have had some very interesting results because I always experiment with different types of uh, platforms. But here's a cool thing like Glenn was saying, it's so important for you, first of all, yes, you need to know the next step. What is going to be the next step on this journey from a potential patient or a client? And this goes also, to all the dental practices, all the dentists, you know, Dr. Moss that you're watching here today, um, you know, a part of this is if they see you on your website and then they click on your Facebook page and your Facebook page is full of stock stuff and there is no engagement and there is nobody commenting and there is nothing happening, you are losing out on showing off your brilliant and fun and amazing practice culture. And that stuff is completely free to do. Like you don't even have to worry about Facebook ads yet. Just having a profile that as soon as somebody goes to is like, ooh, I like these practice. Yeah. These people are awesome. Or a consultant, you know, business owner. Oh, this person seems legit. Like they know what they're doing. They are, they are in this industry. So having that next step is very important. And then having that call to action is very important. I love it. Yeah. So guys, that, that, that there you go, you know, over deliver there. So Absolutely. Um, th hey, let's go back to that question. So, so Brian says, how yes. three ways to attract new patients. Yes. Uh, I, I, I'll throw out like the easy low hanging fruit and Nathan Ho is going to love this. Cause he's like Nathan Ho and, and, and Lynn Tao will love this because they, they, they say that that's everything, but honestly the reviews is going to be the huge thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, the, the reviews and not just, Oh, I just gave you five stars and that's it. No, no. Like the detailed reviews, because look, let's face it in this day and age, we all do that, right? We check the reviews. Mm -hmm. 
We'll read the bad reviews, right? We'll check to see if there's any bad ones because you know, if some place has no bad reviews, you know it's fake, right? You feel, you're like, it's fake, right? But then you read and see how detailed it is, right? These patients are saying, oh, Dr. Vo is so, so, so-and-so or Dr. Trant is so-and-so. They're not just saying, oh, I love this op. They're very detailed about that, right? So for me, I, I, we'll go back and forth. I, and I'll let you take the next one, but yeah. So but I'm going to go a little bit deeper with you, you um, Dr. Motz. So yes, reviews are obviously fantastic because people are looking exactly at what others are saying about you. You know, your brand is no longer your logo or your name. Your brand is what others are saying about you. Your brand is what patients are talking about you. So that is your brand. I'm going to go a little bit deeper with you here and stay with me. So here's the number one issue that I have when we are trying to market is we want to market to everybody. However, in this day and age, you cannot market to everybody because everything has to be targeted. Everything has to be specific. And you're going to see way more ROI when you target specifically compared to I want to target ages 5 to 65. <laughs> that is not Glenn, this is a real thing. I most I of my clients fill out a survey beforehand. And as a dentist, you will appreciate this. And the number one question I ask is, who do you want to try to attract? And I say age group. And they write down everybody. Or they write down 0 to 65. So, Dr. Motz, I'm going to have you shift your mindset. I want you to create what is called a new patient avatar. A new patient avatar is literally you creating your perfect profile of an ideal patient. I want this patient to be 50 years old. I want them to be a homeowner. I want them to be living in a 10 mile radius from my house. I want them to be needing implants. I want them to be paying cash for my implants. They love to golf. They love to travel. Uh, they read this magazine. This is where they spend their time. When you do things like that, what it allows you is that it makes you focus on your marketing plan. In fact, naming your avatar keeps them real. So let's say you name your avatar as Mark, and you are trying to attract Mark. Mark is somebody who loves to golf. So wouldn't it make sense for you to perhaps sponsor a golf outing or sponsor a golf lunch? That's marketing that's going to convert. If you are trying to attract Jenny, and Jenny is 20 years old, then you need to do what Jenny is doing at 20 years old and create an Instagram contest of some sort or get on TikTok, you know, get on, get on Snapchat. So knowing who your audience is is very important. And, and Brian, if you want to know more, actually, I was just, my this strategy about new patient avatars was just quoted in Forbes. Uh, they just had me quote in Forbes. And my article is on my timeline. Just a couple of weeks ago, they had me, they had my advice in Forbes column there on what it is to be a new patient avatar. And I go into strategies on how do you create one. So please make sure that you check out my profile. And uh, there's a lot more information. So little deep, but I want to make sure that you are not wasting your money by trying to attract everybody. I'd rather have you have a profile and then attract that person to your practice. I love it. I mean, that, 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 that's, that's, that's like some awesome advice right there. Brian, you should be ready to rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, another thing that you can do is what we were, Glenn and I were talking about with Facebook groups for, for business owners. You can translate the same thing for your dental practice. So you should be a part of all the mom groups, oh, yeah. all, the, all the township groups, all the trade show groups. You should be a part of that. When you go to those groups, you can search. There is a search mark in every group, and you can write down dentist. And you're going to see how many people are asking for a dentist in your area. 
And when it's relevant enough, you can post on those things as well. And like I mentioned earlier, if you were to go a step above that and actually care to be active in those groups, people are automatically going to come to you because they're going to be like, oh, that's uh, that's Brian. He, you know, he has great advice all the time. He's a he's a community guy. He's in here. He's chatting. We should go to Brian. We should totally support Brian. So and that's free to do. Creating a new patient avatar is free. Going on to Facebook groups is absolutely free. Asking for people for reviews is free. Now, can you elevate all these things with a paid version? Absolutely, you can. But, but, but that's not nifty thrifty, though. But that's not nifty thrifty. You can start it for free. So the one way, as, as, as Glenn said, reviews are the currency of conversion. If people don't like what they see, if people don't hear what they want to hear, they will move on because competition is tough. The second thing is you need to know who you want to attract because if you don't know who you want to attract, you are just hoping an arrow will stick somewhere <laughs> and somebody is going to read it and they're going to like your message and they're going to somehow show up and you just spent $10,000 and got two new patients out of it. That's that's not nifty thrifty. Um, and the third thing, like I said, is utilize free sources like mom groups. Mm -hmm. You can go ahead and go to school programs, give a few calls to all the local schools, show up there, be active in your community. Huge thing. And here's another thing about reviews, reply to the reviews, please. Please reply to the reviews because you just send them a text and email. You had your team have a script to ask for reviews. Then you bothered them three times to get a review request. Then you harassed them to write a review. Now this patient finally wrote a review and then nothing. Yeah. You don't even say thank you. No acknowledgement or anything. There is no acknowledgement, and that person is going to feel so sad. It's kind of but, like it's kind of like sending a gift to someone, and then you're not even sure if they got it because they didn't say anything. Right. Instead, reply to them, give a big high five, tell them who you are, because they get an alert that you replied, and they're going to write you more reviews. And then go a step above that, and when they show up to your practice, make a huge deal. Put it in their patient note that they wrote you a five-star review. So when they show up, get something ready. Have all these freebie gifts ready for you. And make a big deal and be like, oh, my God, Mr. Thamek, thank you so much. You totally made our day. That review was absolutely fantastic. We absolutely love it, love it, love it. Thank you so much. Make them feel like they are the king and the queens. And guess what? Your number one new patient referral source is your current patients. Yeah. If you treat them like king or queen, they will always send you a new patient. You will always be in business. I love it. I love it. You know, I want to go back to what you just said there earlier about uh, just going into the different Facebook groups, the mom wow. groups or the town groups and whatnot. And really what I, the tip that I gave all the consultants and coaches earlier, use what I just used, that advice I gave to them for yourself. So look, if you're going to join these groups, uh, check, make sure your profile's okay, right? Because you're a dentist, right? You're going to go in there and if you're, you know, just posing or doing something weird on your profile and you got a funny background or whatnot, uh, if you're going to represent your practice, uh, make sure you clean it up a little bit, right? Because it goes both ways, right? Because they're, they're, if, if, if uh, Dr. So-and-so is commenting, right, people are going to click on your profile. They're like, what does this guy look or what does this guy or gal look like here? Right. Let's see what I can find out. And if you got some weird stuff, images <laughs> or unprofessional memes or posts. And, and can I can I post it over here too? Very heavy political sides. Oh gosh. I yes. know that we are in a very diverse political sides right now. I know that we are a divided nation. 
But here's what you do. If you are going to do political posts, you want to make sure that you're posting it to only friends, not the public. So when you decide to make a post on your timeline and you go ahead and do that, make sure you're selecting only friends so that a random new patient who perhaps may not agree with your political, um, you know, whatever's, doesn't feel like they don't want to come see you. So I, I don't think that that's a, that's a wise move on your end. If you are a public figure or if you want to become a public figure and a thought leader, you should know where you stand. And on the opposite of that, if you are heavily uh, invested in your political you know, side, you are heavily, you're like, I'm running for the office, I am doing all this, and you have no problem with people not picking your business because of a political discomfort, then go for it. But be mm -hmm. able to own it. You know, you look at Nike. Nike does political ads all the time. You look at major brands who do political brand, do political ads, and they are totally a-okay with the negative feedback. So be prepared for the negative feedback and be okay with it if you decide to go that route. I just have to say that as a PSA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that goes same for the team members. So when you're posting on your on your social media profiles, I hate, I hate. I hate when you tag team members. I hate it um, because you know what? You cannot tell Sarah that she cannot have a picture of her smoking on Facebook. Mm -hmm. That's Sarah's personal timeline. Unless you have a employee social media policy where it's an open conversation and they have signed paperwork on what's allowed, what's not allowed, all that good stuff, which I would assume 95% of the practices do not do. And then you tag Sarah and it's a post about oral cancer, but now Sarah has a picture of herself smoking on her personal timeline. <laughs> This has happened. This is real. Oh um, so, um, you know, if you are going to tag your team members again, which I don't think you should do, you should only mention them by their first name because uh, people are going to stalk. People will. If you tag somebody, they are going to click on that name. Oh, That's yeah. how social media thrives. Um, but know your boundaries or if you're going to be doing something like Glenn said, what is going to be the next step in that patient journey or the client journey? And Wherever that destination is, are they going to be like that destination? Just, and if you mess up, you mess up, you fix it. But know that. Manila, you're just like <laughs> over delivering tonight. Brian, I hope, what? Brian, I hope <laughs> you are happy there because I mean, you just got like a whole session of marketing tips right there. Brian, you don't even have to pay for my workshop. Look at this. <laughs> I mean, you you know what? You 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 can you can just look at you know look at this. But you know what? I wanted to, I did want to I, I'm not supposed to do this. But you will hate me, Glenn, if I don't tell you after you shared your big news with us. Okay. So so to my dear, dear team, I love you guys. And I know that we have planned this in advance, and I know there's a whole thing happening, but I don't want, I don't, again, I'm a relationship business. I don't want Glenn to feel like I didn't share this with him when he shared so much with us today. Okay, okay. Uh, hold on. I have, a, I have a book coming out in January. In fact, the book is done. It's actually in the editing process. And uh, I decided to write a book in February. And we finished it in September. It is in the editing process. It is going to be in every version available, Kindle, Audible, written versions everywhere. It's going to be produced in December and it's going to be launched in January at a conference that I'm speaking at. It's a controversial book, 
where I am questioning a lot of things. And it's a, it's a book, not, it's not a how-to book. It's a shift in mindset book. And uh, to, at Jumpstart in, uh, in January. And uh, there is something big happening for me to launch that book. But I can't talk about that. I think my team will literally kill me if I talk about that. So what? I'm not going to talk about me, me, me like that. <laughs> we'll talk about this once I'm off. <laughs> off I, guess, I guess I'm going to have to go to Jumpstart then again this You're year. You're going to have to come to Jumpstart. I guess I'm going to have to come back. It was I had an amazing yes. time last year. Um, it's I so amazing, isn't it? I have to come back. It is so amazing. And now that I'm working with so many coaches, consultants, and clients, in fact, they're making, starting to make a big portion of my clientele or other business owners, coaches and consultants. Um, but yeah, we are going to do something kind of crazy and uh, something, you know, come on, you guys know me. I, I launched my first company by breaking a world record. Like I have to top this or, you know, things, I'll just disappoint myself. So I got to level up a little bit. So I will be leveling up on how we are going to announce about this big book. So Glenn, I just broke all the all the rules <laughs> with my team. See, Rhonda's <laughs> like, I have my team. Rhonda's like, stop talking, Manal, stop talking. All right, I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to stop talking. You're just going to have to wait. And you don't have to wait that long because, again, the book is already in the editing phase. So you don't have to wait that long. It's going to be awesome. Or, or, or you can just go to Jumpstart. <laughs> And just get get your book oh, no, this, this big launch thing that we are doing is going to be before Jumpstart. Oh, it was before Jumpstart. Yeah, it's going to be what you and I are doing is to get the hype up for the book before oh, it yeah. even comes out. 100%. Yep. So, uh, yeah. The only thing I would mention, no, I'm not going to mention. My team what? is like messaging me. No, they are like texting me and be like, stop talking. So I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to be a good person. And listen, I'm receiving feedback here and I'm going to implement it and not say anything anymore. But everybody who's watching, you're the first ones to find out. Going back to marketing mocktails and mindset, <laughs> um, here are a couple of things, right? Everybody who's watching this, and I know Glenn himself is a big influencer and he has a lot of companies working with him and all that good stuff. I think a part of this that we really need to talk about, especially with Glenn, is that it, it, it None of this is easy. You know, Glenn and I were just talking before we gone on the live show here with you guys about the traveling life and how much work-life balance you need and commitment to your family, commitment to your work, getting all these things. So even though, I mean, you could be a dentist, you could be a business owner, you know, whoever you are, you could be a speaker. None of this is easy. So I would also encourage you to find mentors to find help in a way where you are able to collaborate. Um, you know, I, I have messaged Glenn at times and said, hey, Glenn, I'm having a workshop, X, Y, and Z. What do you think? Um, you know, I feel the same with so many of the people who are watching here. I mean, Linda Miles, you're brilliant and amazing. You are, I mean, you are a goddess. <laughs> you, you know, you are absolutely amazing. K-Hub, all these people here are watching. It's so important for you to find uh, a few people in the industry that you can go to. Um, and I know this is kind of getting a deeper than uh, market, you know, mocktails and marketing, but this is a mindset. Yeah. And just know that you are not alone in any of this. 
it takes a lot of people to do what we do and it takes a lot of people to be successful business owners. And if you were to ask any successful business owners, Glenn, I will ask you today, do you have a tribe? Of course, absolutely. Do you think you will be here today without a tribe? Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, it's uh, every, if you look at every successful entrepreneur, it's big influencer, they, they had someone to pave the way for them. No one's made it on their own. So I'm no different and 100% and I'll agree with that. Guys, number one, life is hard enough, right? Dentistry, right? Dentistry is hard enough, right? Without having these other issues, right? So having that tribe, having those mentors, surrounding yourself with positive people, right? Um, that's key. So, positive and people who will tell you what it is. Sure. So, you know, I ha I literally have people in my life who are cheerleaders, sure, mm -hmm. but I have people in my life who give it straight to me. Yeah. Um, you know, like what you just came in and said today, money talks. Yeah. You really need this for your practice. Can you afford this? These are some hard questions that we have to answer ourselves. And these are not easy things. I'm sure that we're all going to go through that time of making really poor decisions. And I, I'm sure that, and, and those are all, you know, decisions in life that grow us as people. I just had a conversation today with a business owner and I was talking to her about, it's not the situation, it's how you react to it that matters. So even in, in, even in this world of huge amounts of marketing and people showing their most amazing lives on social media and branding and all these things happening, just remember that if things happen, it's okay. Everybody has been there. I will guarantee you that if something happens to you that nobody has ever had that happen to, find a solution, go on Shark Tank and become a billionaire. <laughs> because that's a million dollar idea that you're going to have if you think that there was a problem that no one else had and you found a solution to it, you're a billionaire already. Just figure out how to implement it and go to Shark Tank and you're good. Um, but understand that majority of the problems that you have, whether it's how do I start up a practice? What kind of deals do I make? Uh, what, you know, three free ways for me to attract new patients. I'm a business owner. How do I become an influencer? Everybody has gone through that. Majority of the people are, are going to have some sort of information for you. So reach out. It's simple. I know I am available on Facebook. Uh, you know, I'm constantly on here. I'm constantly available by Messenger. So Hey guys, I mean, just shoot a text, introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what do you do, what do you do in the industry, what your hopes are, what your goals are. Don't be a creeper, don't be a stalker, and don't be annoying. I think it's pretty simple. Yeah, I think you covered it all right there. <laughs> I think I covered it all right there. Well, Glenn, it was fantastic having you on the show. Thank you so much for being here. I know that you are so busy. And I am so happy that you came on the show today. Well, I'm, I'm so glad that you invited me and I love your energy. And, and you know, the thing with, uh, I'll say this, the thing about Manal is that each time you, uh, each time I talk to you, Manal, or each time anyone talks to you, I learn a little bit of something each time. And so I'm, I'm so, I'm so blessed to, 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 to be friends with you and to, to, to have those conversations with you. Cause each time, even just jumping on here, I learn a little bit of something. So oh. that's what it's all about. That's what Thank it's all you. About. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Glenn. If they want to reach out to you, how, what do they do? Easiest ways message me on Facebook because I'm I'm just like you. I'm always on there. If I'm if I'm not seeing patients, 
or I'm not doing family time, I am there. And a lot of times, uh, if you leave a message, I'll get back to you. And I always make the time to respond to everyone. So absolutely. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, and join so the group have- too. Say what's up, Nifty Thrifty Dennis. Even if you're not trying to save money, you can just join the group and just be a valuable resource, right? Yes. Right. Totally. There are so many awesome groups on the on the internet, guys. Uh, you know, make sure you become a part of it. If you're a dentist, you're a business owner, whoever you are, make sure you become a part of it. And oh, thank you guys so much. Oh, we are getting so many loves and hearts and <laughs> rock stars and congrats and claps. This is why we do what we do. This oh, is yeah. why, you know, I think many people talk about how dentistry is not a interesting or cool enough industry to be in. I disagree. I think this is the best time to be alive. And we have so many tools, resources, and amazing people um, that are here for us to bring this industry forward. So thank you for joining us. I know it's late on the East Coast. I love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. See y'all later.